40inbox.com here. So we're going to be reacting to an article called The 7 of the Best Money-Making Apps of 2022. So I thought this would be a pretty interesting article to read for those that might be interested in making money on apps. So for those looking to make money in an easily accessible way, apps provide plenty of avenues to consider. You can use your smartphone to take surveys, pick up a side gig, sell your unwanted stuff, and more. So here's the scoop on seven free money-making apps, NerdWallet considered apps with at least four stars and 25,000 reviews in both Google Play and the iOS App Store. So the best money-making best money making apps. Number one, Ibotta. I-B-O-T-T-A. So how it works. Ibotta lets you earn cash back on in-store and online purchases at over 2,000 supported retailers. Originally for groceries, it has expanded to include clothing, entertainment, and eating out. Pet supplies and other categories offers can be product or retailer specific, and some will automatically be applied. For others, you'll need to complete an additional task, such as watching a video or taking a poll. There are three possible ways to earn cash back in stores. Add offers and submit your receipt in the app after your shopping trip. Link your retailer loyalty accounts or purchase a retailer gift card through the Ibotta app. And for online purchases, you shop through the app or with the Ibotta browser extension on your computer. And the payment is via PayPal, digital gift card, or direct to a bank account. So the pros, you'll receive cash back on in-store purchases quickly, typically within 24 hours. And Ibotta also offers a welcome bonus to new users, referral bonuses, and a variety of payment methods. The cons, making money can be a slow process. You must have at least $20 in cash back to redeem your earnings. Some gift card require at least $25 in earnings. And for online shopping, the pending period for earning cash back varies by retailer. Now here's the thing. I kind of don't like this app right off the bat because I personally think the best way to make money from a money-making app is if you could basically contribute time to the app by submitting like a task or doing like some sort of gig on it and then getting payment for that. So basically trading your time for money in a very quick way. So I don't really like this because this isn't quick. You have to spend money to get a percentage back and that's always kind of like disturbing. So I'd say this one kind of sucks. Number two, Rakuten. How it works, Rakuten, formerly known as Ebates, rewards shoppers with up to 40% cashback on purchases from well-known retailers, restaurants, and food delivery services. Users can also earn cashback on travel, gift cards, and more. It's straightforward, create an account, tap on the store where you want to shop in the app, then make the transaction through the portal. You can also link a credit or debit card to your Rakuten account to earn cashback in store. And as long as you activate the deal through the app first, Rakuten credits the cash back to your account after it confirms the purchase with the retailer, which it says can take a few hours to several days. So the payment is PayPal or check. The pros, thousands of stores and purchases are eligible for cash back, so you'll likely find deals where you already shop. And new users can earn a $10 welcome bonus after their first qualified purchase, and you can earn sign-up and referral bonuses. The cons, as with most cashback services, you have to spend money 
to make money, so you won't see your earnings right away either. And then Rakuten sends out payments every three months, and you need at least $5 cash back balance to get paid. So again, I don't like this one either because it's another type of cash back type of app. Like any time where you actually have to spend money kind of sucks. Right? Because if you're going to do that, there's like literally credit cards that give you cash back. There's even debit cards, I believe, that exist now that even provide cash back. Number three, Swagbucks. So how it works, Swagbucks is a cash back and rewards app. So you earn points called SB by shopping, taking polls, watching videos, playing games, or fulfill, fulfilling other tasks through Swagbucks. So you can redeem those points for gift cards or get cash back to your PayPal account. And the total points awarded can be uh, can vary by test. For example, surveys are typically worth about 40 to 200 SB points each, and the minimum balance required to redeem depends on the payout option you choose. But some gift cards are available for as low as 110 SB. So payment, gift card, or PayPal. Pro Swagbucks offer many easy ways to earn rewards, and there's no waiting period to cash in. Payments usually arrive within 10 business days after redemption, and you can also get a $10 bonus with a qualifying $25 purchase when you join. Cons, it doesn't pay much. One SB is worth about a cent. That sounds disgusting. And with many tasks valued at pennies, it can take a fair amount of time and effort to make substantial money. Additionally, you won't qualify for every survey or task, and users often report getting kicked out of surveys in the middle of taking them, so this can be due to demographics or dishonest or inconsistent answers, according to Swag Bucks. Again, this is kind of a really crappy option. I'm really not liking these options. Number four, Fiverr. So Fiverr is a freelancing marketplace that features gigs in over 200 categories, such as programming and video and animation. You could create an account first, then you can set your profile as a seller highlighting your expertise. Post the gig you're offering, which will include pricing and a description of your services. Clients, known as buyers, can click through the place orders. You get paid once you complete the job. Fiverr assigns seller levels based on performance as you move up each tier. You'll be able to sell more extras, such as a faster delivery time. So the payment is PayPal, direct to a bank account or credit, to a Fiverr revenue card or a prepaid card. The, min- the minimum withdrawal amounts vary and you may be charged with a withdrawal fee depending on which options you choose. Pros, you don't have to worry about tracking down buyers because they come to you. You can also earn tips. The cons, Fiverr takes 20% of your earnings for every gig, including tips, and there's a standard 14-day waiting period to withdraw money after completing an order, and top-tier sellers wait seven days for funds to clear. Now, here's the thing. I don't like the revenue situation. I don't really like how they have that set up. I don't like how it takes that long. That being said, there are people on Fiverr making a full-time living. So you can literally make good money on Fiverr. Not to mention, I believe there was actually a girl not too long ago that actually, I believe, made over a million dollars on Fiverr which is crazy. Like she became a millionaire because of Fiverr. So that's something to really consider. Like this is something that there is potential for you to actually make good money. So it might be something really worthwhile, especially if you're someone who maybe like, let's say for example, 
just as an example, you like to write a lot, and so you end up saying, hey, I could write a lot about any topic, and I'm willing to charge like $5 at a starting fee, and I could get it done in like 15 minutes. Like I could write like a 2,000 word article in like 15 minutes on basically any topic, any topic, and I could get paid like $5 at the beginning part, build up your reputation to now you're end up basically being able to write on any topic for about $100, $500, $1,000, you can start making really good money. And so that's something to really think about, right? Like if you're able to do something like that, it's something at least to get your foot wet in basically being self-employed or a side gig or a side hustle like Every little bit of money helps, especially if you're trying to like pay off your debt. So this is actually a really good option to really consider. So I like this app. Number five, Upwork. So how it works, Upwork connects freelancers to gigs in writing, design, marketing, and other categories in the marketplace. So basically similar to Fiverr. First, you create a profile. It should include information such as the field you're interested in, plus your qualifications, availability, and desired rate. Then you can submit proposals. Clients will review them and offer projects if you seem like a good fit. You can begin each month with a set of number of connects, which are like credits that allow you, to con- allow you to contact prospective clients. You can earn or pay a small sum for more connects, but you won't be charged when clients contact you. You can get paid on an hourly or per project basis. Okay, I understand how that works. That's not too bad. Payment direct to US Bank, direct to your bank account, wire transfer, instant pay, PayPal, and Pioneer. Charges apply to some payment options, so be sure to check Upwork for details. The pros Upwork helps take the work out of seeking out clients, establishing relationships, and getting paid. And the service also gives you the flexibility to set your preferred rate and schedule. The cons the app is free to download, but initiating contact with lots of clients costs money. Users also get charged a service fee. So Upwork takes 5% to 20% cut of your earnings based on how much you've built a client. The more you earn, the more you get to keep. However, you won't get paid until 10 days after the billing period ends. Remember, too, that you're competing with other freelancers on the platform. That means clients may choose those who set lower rates. That's also the problem with Fiverr as well. But here's the thing. If you're able to produce consistent work, right, consistent good work, you could end up basically having repeat business. So keep that in mind as well. Number six, OfferUp. OfferUp, which combined with competitor LetGo in 2020, functions as a local marketplace you can use to sell your stuff. If you want to reach a broader audience, OfferUp also allows shipping within the continental United States. Create an account and snap a picture of your smartphone, car, sofa, or whatever it is you're selling. Once you add a title, description, and price, you can post your listing and chat with buyers directly through the app. Then you'll ship to or arrange a meeting with the buyer. The payment is cash or deposit or debit card or bank account. Pros creating a listing is simple and fast and you get paid instantly when you make a cash sale. You can also view a prospective buyer's reviews and ratings to get an idea of how trustworthy they are beforehand. If you ship your item, the buyer pays the cost and offer up provides the label. Cons. You're responsible for meeting local buyers in person and handling transactions and sellers must pay a 12.9% service fee or a minimum of $1.99 for shipments. And the last one, I believe, is Poshmark. 
So the Poshmark app is tailor-made for selling clothes. Accelerates and even home decor. After signing up, you take or upload photos of your item, fill out a description, price it, and share the listing. You can also feature items in the app's Posh Parties, which are virtual shopping events centered around particular brands, categories, and themes. Poshmark emails you a prepaid shipping label. Once a purchase is made, then you send the package. So the payment is check or direct deposit to a bank account. The pros, Poshmark facilitates the entire process from selling to shipping, plus you don't have to meet with strangers to make a sale. The company will cover lost packages and handle issues between you and the buyer, and getting paid is relatively quick too. Poshmark issues the money within three days of the buyer receiving the order. The cons, you'll pay a fee for selling their Poshmark. The company takes a $2.95 commission for sales under $15 and a 20% commission for sales of $15 or above. So here's the thing. I really only like two apps out of the seven on this article, and that is Fiverr and Upwork because they really have the potential for you to make a true living, like a true decent amount of money, like worthwhile money coming in to where, yeah, okay, if I'm able to provide for myself from this after a certain amount of time, then it's worth doing it, right? Because all the other ones, like how long until you end up getting paid? A year? Like, that's crazy. So, for those that end up stumbling upon this, if you're interested in actually just like making money from an app, I would highly suggest checking out Fiverr and Upwork. That being said, if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 to learn how to get out of debt and master your money. We'll see you in future episodes. Stay tuned for more. Hey, This podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.